Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 87 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from The K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax. And let's get it started. Yes, so our very first segment per usual is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice. And Shanice is going to give us a rundown of the hottest cane news that's happened over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. Okay, so we can't, you know, talk about anything before we address this first. So obviously last week, BTS has officially announced that they will be taking a temporarily, temporarily, I can't read, a temporary (laughs) group hiatus. Um, in order for each member to focus on their solo projects and careers. I would like to reiterate, the group is not disbanding mm-hmm. and they have stated they will be back. Each member will be working on their own albums instead of mixtapes, starting with J-Hope, which should be coming out in the middle of July. And he will be performing at Lollapalooza on the 31st of July. Cook will be collaborating with Charlie Poof on a song titled Left and Right, which is meant to drop on the 24th of June. Of course, they're still under the same company, but are simply taking a break from group activities. Mm-hmm. I actually want to like talk about this. When it was announced, mm-hmm. the, the amount of breakdowns that I saw on loads of like social media platforms, mm-hmm. it's like, do you, are you, are you guys all right? <laughs> because... <laughs> Do you know what I think it is as well? I'll, I'll give some leeway. I think because a lot of armies now, well, newer armies, when I say newer armies, they're probably not new now, but new to in the sense of the the when it was like the BTS wave, like maybe fire era uh-huh. beyond. So when I say new, that's, what I, that's where I'm re- referring to new. I think a lot of armies migrated from being 1D stands, right? Mm. And... When 1D, I'm doing air quotes, broke up, they never, actually never said. They said hiatus. So, using, I really do think it's PTSD. And I feel that's why a lot of people reacted in certain ways. Because I, I saw people in tears. I saw people crying. And I'm talking about grown people. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about children. Like, but in tears. And I really do feel like it, it's like a one direction PTSD. Because a lot of groups like western groups will say yeah we'll be or some k-pop groups do it too like yeah we'll be back and then they don't come back but i honestly never got that vibe from bts anyway and plus i feel like a lot of um there are a lot of armies that aren't in the k-pop bubble like they're only they only care about bts which is fine that's that's not like a a drag or a diss so for us we're used to groups going on hiatus or being quiet for a while listen even blinks are used to it 
Do you know what I mean? And that's what it, they haven't announced their hiatus, but technically they have had yeah. a hiatus. I've seen so many memes group. that are like, um, like other fandoms, like, oh, is this your first time? Like XOL and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, from us looking at them, like, it's not that like deep, but I get it. Like, I had to like step back and, like, you know what? It can be kind of triggering. Mm. Um, that hiatus word but hiatus doesn't mean disbanding so they, they i feel like they will come back and i feel like it is a well-deserved break i think a really interesting thread to read was by a, um i think he's a journalist i'm not sure um his name is hyun sun yim and yeah it's like it was just like a really interesting thread about the whole k-pop scene in a sense of it churning out back to back to back to back things bts have been working hard for years and usually when they are meant to go on a break they don't it's like they're taking a break from one aspect of bts so if they're Mm. not touring they're breaking from touring but they're still in the studio if they're not in the studio then they're doing bts they're still recording their shows yeah (laughs) yeah like so it's there's no break there and i think what was really interesting was rm namjoon was basically saying you know they kind of lost the identity a bit. And I was so happy that he actually said that because a lot of fans, me included, you included, we've been saying this and people think that we say it in a way of like, oh, we don't want to see them grow, we're haters and blah, 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 blah. But like, it's come out the horse's mouth. So can we get an apology? (laughs) Can can we... (laughs) honestly no but i'm i'm happy for them i think the thing that threw me off the most because like you said we're used to it so i i didn't take it as like a disbanding or like yeah never coming back i just took it as a break because i'm i'm not the dictionary but hiatus in my mind just means like an extended break until further notice it is so it isn't like so it isn't like oh this is the end but I think what what got to me was like when RM started crying. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is a bit too real." But um, no, yeah. I feel I feel for the fans. Um, yeah, because of they are a huge beacon of light in like the lives of so many. But I think in order for them to keep like shining and pouring into other people, they need like actual time to pour into themselves. Amen. Yes. Come so, on, speak. And this isn't say. even a personal break. This is like a break to work on solo stuff. So yeah, I feel like I feel like because they have worked together for so long, you can. I, I it's come to a point where you kind of forget who you are or who they yes, are. Yeah. Personally, so if they don't even know who they are now, and they are completely different people from when they were training and pre-debut and finding out oh maybe i want to try this musical style but it doesn't really fit in the bts box even though bts they're quite experimental in the in the sense but you know there's still that kind of bts box like mm, i want to try this or i want to work mm. with other people or i want to tr- do something that's not even music related but i can't because now we're bts do you know what i mean so i yeah. feel this is a time for them to explore those things and this just means extra content for all the armies. This is how you just have to view it. <laughs> extra, it's it's extra content. They're pouring into themselves. So when they do eventually come back together, I feel like it's going to be amazing because they're going to have all these new experiences. They're mm. going to live life, and we're going to see like a, a different side to BTS. And you like, you know what? The break was really needed. So I think it's a really good thing, yes. and I know it's sad. 
And I feel like now armies are slowly, you know, they're, they're pulling themselves up. It was a bit rough. Those know, six hours? A <laughs> couple oh, days, mate. But oh. of course it's going to be, you know, some armies that are still upset. But I feel like certain armies, just go outside, take a walk, fresh Touch air. Touch some grass. I, I feel like, I feel like, oh, like armies that are, and this is like a very small percentage that are, you know, BTS is life. All that I eat, breathe, sleep, BTS. Maybe this is a time whilst consuming bts to consume other things there's so many other great things out there you know even if you consume things that inspire other members or whatever i i don't know i just just i feel like you guys need to take those small percentage of people need to take hiatus just to mm-hmm. who are you recharge you know yeah life isn't bts but that's my two cents but yeah I'm excited. I feel like it's a new chapter. It's, it, it needed to happen. And I feel like they wanted to do it before. Mm. But I don't think they expected to blow up the way they did. So it didn't make sense for them to, to part or to, to do separate things at that mm. time. And I think this instance and situation has probably sent the whole company like back to the drawing board. Because if this is how people reacted to like a hiatus that isn't exactly a hiatus, just like focusing on solo projects, God knows what would happen if they were like, we're going to take a break or if someone needs to go enlist or they, like, God forbid, I'm not wishing this, but they disband or something. I can't fathom what would happen. Crazy stuff because like hype stocks fell and all this foolishness and I'm just like... You're acting like BTS are dead. Like, they're still there. But, and they're all going to promote under hype. So, I don't know. Charlie, good luck. But anyway. <laughs> good luck, Charlie. <laughs> good luck, Charlie. Moving on to someone that's been taking a hiatus. I don't know if you could call it a hiatus. They've just disappeared. And people have been asking me where this person is. I can finally tell you. So this is about my husband, Dean. <laughs> Apparently, he's meant to be coming back. I did mention this on my Twitter, like, sometime last week. I do update sometimes on there. It's not consistent, but sometimes they are. So if that's <laughs> if that's a bit of you, then you can follow me there. That's at kpopbox underscore. But anyway, Dean may be coming back. So he did mention on his Instagram stories about his new album apparently he will release it after his his appearance at dias cast capsule live 006 which is meant to be a show with um with oh why don't i write this down a show with all the you you will know peeps right so your rad museums and your misos and all those good people there them people Mm -hmm. them i will say I know he said it and he doesn't usually, he wouldn't usually say something's coming coming and it's not. But just wait till the teaser drops because something may be coming, but that might be the end of the year. That may, might, might be early next year. That might be next week. We don't know. He never gave a date. He just said it's coming. So mm-hmm. just, just be on the lookout, but he's coming. I don't know where he is, guys. So that's all I know. Moving what? forward. Progress <laughs> is progress. <laughs> it's, it's progress. He's coming. He's coming. And last but not least, 
TV Daily shares that Blackpink Jenny is currently in discussions to appear on a new American drama um, by HBO called The Idol. The Idol is an upcoming drama series created by the singer The Weeknd and Sam Levison, who is the creator of Euphoria. The drama is set against the backdrop of the music industry. The series will be focusing on a self-help guru and leader of a modern-day cult played by The Weeknd. This plotline. <laughs> and who enters a complicated relationship with a rising pop star played by Lily Rose um, Depp. Jenny is shared to have received an offer and a role what jenny has shared she has received offer of a reoccurring or a supporting cameo role but right now they're in discussions i think that means she's technically there but she can't say but yeah so there's that nice nice indeed so we're gonna see jenny have you seen jenny at well we've seen her acting like music videos but beyond that I would love to I don't maybe this show will bring that but I feel like Jenny would do really well on like Euphoria yes I could see her like in a Euphoria or yeah. a Gossip Girl kind of vibe yes I see it for her like she's just the it girl even just the I could, like just the outfits and the looks yes just the looks oh. alone I'm I'm not even thinking about her acting <laughs> I'm just thinking about the looks I know she has some range because you know she was like pre-debut she was in g dragon's music yes, video yeah. and you know she was she was emoting she emotes well in most of her music videos i mean mm. so i know it's different it's not the same but i can no, I, I can see her acting yeah yeah i can't see her fumbling the bag so we'll just have to wait and see i don't know when this is i know they've started filming already i, I don't know with jenny but the, the show's actually started filming so i i don't know when it be out but be on the lookout it's called the idol and it's going to be on hbo probably over here when i say over here in uk usually hbo stuff is usually like on sky one i'm thinking maybe so who knows but anyway yeah that is hot topics hot hot topics if there's any stories you want to comment on or stories you want us to comment on make sure you hit us up on socials at how you at you okay moving on to our next segment called say what where you send your unpopular opinions dilemmas comments games hot tea hot takes everything you can send that all to how you tea at gmail.com that's how you tea at gmail.com or you could submit a form at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you so Shay, take it away. Okay, so our very first unpopular opinion for today is, I think Blackpink has the spacing of their comebacks right. Usually idols are heavily overworked and produce music that could be better or more impactful if they actually spaced out their comebacks better. Mm, kind of, I, I, I don't know the extent of Blackpink. It's, 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 it's a bit extreme. Mm. For For, I feel like, Okay, I have like so many thoughts. Okay, <laughs> breathe. I feel like when you're, I get it when you're a rookie and especially within the K-pop space because of the way idols are pumped out and churned out. It's very especially, competitive, yeah. It's very competitive. So I get it when comebacks 
are quite consistent. But I feel like once you've hit a certain threshold, I don't know if that's the right word, or a certain level or a certain point in your career, or when you have like a stable, steady fan base, mm. I feel like there can be more leeway to spread it out, spread out the spacing of comebacks. So I don't yeah. I don't feel like every um idol group has like a very intense comeback circuit. I know we only see when the product's done, so there's probably is a lot of work that goes behind it. Yeah, I think it all comes back down to even what Namjoon was saying with the whole the reason why, you know, BTS are going on a hi- hiatus. I feel like as even Shay said, you need time an uh, idol needs time to pour into themselves before they can, you know pour out to the world mm. and it's the same with okay maybe that um, certain idols don't have creative control of everything but in a sense of their team their production team or their styling team or they need time to actually pour into themselves to then pour into the group so then the group mm. can pour into you as well yeah I, I i agree with that and i think I think black like once again I I couldn't tell you how often Blackpink has comebacks. I know from blinks and stuff that it's longer than they would like. But I, I, I the last comeback their group comeback they had was like two years ago or something like that. Oh really? Okay, yeah. No, I, I can understand that then. Um I think <laughs> a group a group that does it fairly well, and this might not be accurate, but I'm just going off of what I can remember, is probably mm. a group like Red Velvet. Like Red Velvet has like an established fandom. They're fairly mature in terms of how long they've been in the game. And you feel like they they leave enough gaps to leave you wanting more, but it's not too yeah. much and it seems bearable. I see that. I feel like, I feel like a group, another group that did it well, they're not active now, was Sister, because you always knew yeah. okay, around summer that they're coming back. Yes. So they had that whole time to you know rejuvenate of course mm. like we we don't know that it could be like really labor intensive behind the scenes and they may have not got a break but in terms of in a sense of the finished product at least you knew okay summer's coming summer's coming sister are uh, the summer queens mm. we know they're coming and they'll come <laughs> so yeah i remember those days because like sister and even exid they had like a really yeah. nice balance yeah I feel like, especially now, especially this, the newer generation, like the end of third gen and fourth gen, because I feel like K-pop is more globalised and I feel like literally it's anyone's game now. If you mm. if you can capture the audience and the song's great or the dance is great or whatever the case may be, I feel like it doesn't matter what, where where your company is based i mean mm. obviously the, the bigger ones you have there's privilege there but in a sense of it's more okay we have more of a chance so yeah. i feel like there's like more pressure to like just quickly churn out stuff and i feel like this is this kind of leads in the conversation of people feeling that a lot of k-pop songs sound the same or people are trying to do similar things to other groups because maybe they don't have the time to you speak about it all the time find their color or really think about okay what is this group instead of okay we need to we need to get things out quickly because we don't want to lose mm. you know interest 
Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I and like you said earlier, I think it's whether a group or a company feels as though they can afford to have those longer breaks. Because like you said, yeah. if they don't have, they might have an established fandom, but it takes more time to one, like make sure that like your company and the group is financially stable, that they have like, like even though it's caused some discord for Blackpink, YG and Blackpink can afford their long breaks. Like one, they yeah. have a very devoted fan base. They can afford it. And because of how successful the group is, so not everyone could maybe afford the liberty of leaving yeah. longer gaps between their comebacks. So I can understand that perspective too. And again, it's still a double-edged sword because there can be groups that are established, mm. but if they if they do take too long or something happens and they have to just be hush-hush for a bit, then some people are not dedicated to groups. They're just like, you know what, exactly. they ain't here, so I'm moving on. And it's, this reminds me of, and I know I keep saying it, and people are like, oh, why you keep bringing up this this group that no one knows? But BAP is a big is a is a big example of that because they they had momentum, right? They had a lot of momentum in the sense of they were about to break the US. The lawsuit happened, so obviously things were halted for a while, but. At the same time, BTS had momentum. And a lot of babies, that's what the BAP fandom was called, a lot of babies were like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't waiting for you lot. I don't even know if you guys are going to come back. So a lot of like fandom sites changed from like baby sites to army sites. And mm. it happens. So I feel companies see that as well. And like, I don't, we don't have the money to risk that. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And especially, like, if there are gaps with how fast the K-pop industry churns groups and new acts out, someone else could come out that fills the void of, mm. like, what your group or act was providing. So, no, I, yeah, I can get that. So it's a double-edged sword. It can be great in terms of training your fandom to be, like, more patient. You have healthier gaps in between projects. But then it's, like, at the risk of perhaps losing that so yeah yeah i think the 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 medium would have to be for example of course blackpink haven't had a group come back in i think it's two years but you we've always seen them so it's not like they yes, disappeared yeah. disappeared lisa's bring out brought out stuff jisoo's in the drama rose is the face of this jenny's active, yeah. like so they're very active and i feel like that's the only way but then at the same time, they're still working. So it's just like, we don't want to overwork them too much. Mm. They still need to have time to, again, pour into themselves. It's, it's a sticky one, but I kind of agree with this opinion, but it's hard. I, I see it from both sides. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yes, yeah, so thank you for that unpopular opinion. Our next one is, most of your faves that you think are innocent are probably pervs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, just for context, because I know we have a lot of international listeners, I'm gonna make take the liberty of making the assumption that this person is British. So they might not mean that someone's a pervert, but they just might mean like they might be explicit in their mind. Just just putting that out there. But um I read it as pervert. Like <laughs> creepy, like gross. It could be. But I, I was thinking of the way like we, we say in the UK someone might be a perv. Like they just might be a bit extreme. But hey, I'm not gonna read between the lines. But I, 
I don't know, like, like if I if I'm gonna like, oh my gosh, X Y Z is a perv. It's usually because they've X show some creepy pervy behavior. Not necessarily yeah. because like they're over sexual or whatever, mm. but it's like it's over sexual to a point where I feel uncomfortable. Yes, a bit. Or um, they make others feel uncomfortable. Yes. Um. This is in one thing that's just come to mind. I'm yes. not calling this person a perv. Do not cancel me. <laughs> I'm an unproblematic queen, leave me alone. But I just remembered um, one thing that it, it did kind of make my skin crawl, and I don't think he meant it in a bad way. But I think it's um, Ban Ch- Bang Chan from Stray Kids. Mm-hmm. And like his fans were like, I, I don't know if he calls his fans babies or something. And then like it was sort of insinuated that they can call him daddy. And I was like, I'm gonna leave. I'm, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> the Wattpad um, writers are like, yes, oh my content. <laughs> like, what in the Wattpad is going on here? But um, that's funny. To be honest, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> right, I want to get into something, but I know some uh, questions coming up later, which will link back to this. So I'm okay. I'm gonna hold off, but I'll, I'll get into I will get into some things yeah no, it's very that. it's very probable and this is sometimes why we um like both of us have said it before we have an issue sometimes when people like over baby idols yes. and like treat them like kids or act like they're super innocent you're how do you think your fave learned how to hip thrust so well <laughs> anyway they're still human they're still and there's gonna be trash in every um everything in life yeah (laughs) like so i don't know why they would be the exception like i've even heard like sorry i've even heard people say like you know typically like it's i think it's just like music event culture in general but like when people dress up to go to like k-pop concerts or events or whatever and people are like oh my i've seen people be like oh my gosh like what she's wearing so inappropriate like um my fave is like so innocent like why would she dress like that in front of him or whatever I'm like what <laughs> like you're telling me your fave a good looking young man goes around the world and <laughs> yeah that that yeah <laughs> you know what it reminds me it reminds me of oh i i i don't I hope this person doesn't listen but <laughs> <laughs> someone i know they knew someone and they were in korea Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they they liked a particular artist I'm not going to say who it is because it's going to make it bait but okay. they liked a particular artist they had like a club appearance or whatever so they wanted to go to this club now of course when you go to the club if you're of age or even if you've just seen it on TV when you go to the club you go dress up for the club so you know the girls the legs maybe out the arms maybe out you know a little boobage or whatever get your life or whatever but because I don't know there might have been like some really pretty girls cute girls that was catching this artist's eye and he would invite some of the girls into the VIP uh-uh. This person got really upset. I was like, "Oh, how dare they? They're being disrespectful." And I don't know what this person did, but this person then spoke to security and tried to get these girls kicked out of VIP, but obviously failed because the artist invited them in there. It's just like, what do you gain? It sounds like jealousy. 
But yeah, there's still there's gonna be trash in every in every sector of life, you know. Balance. So Yeah. <laughs> That's that. Um oh you know what I really miss? I don't even know if they do it anymore. But I just I think of K pop as like just different Wattpad books and that trope where everyone had like their chok sarang in high school, like that one love that they had. In. How did you? How did you all have the what's, same first? What's, what's a chok sarang? Like their their first love, and it oh, would all okay. be in high school for some reason. And like every, it was mainly boy groups that would like tell the story that like they had their first love in high school, and that's it. And yeah, there's there's lots of pieces. But yeah, the reason why is because just that's where the hormones are. Do you know what I mean? So the hormones are. Some of them then, didn't even go to high school. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I don't know about that one. That's that. <laughs> um, and then our last unpopular opinion for today is: East Asian men and women use K-pop and its popularity for clout. In brackets, some, not all. Yeah, some do. I've seen it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I see it more with the men. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because I feel East Asian women were already over-sexualized in the West anyway. Hmm. Whereas, I don't know what it is with some men. And this is not just like Asian men. It's just like (laughs) men in general. (laughs) But sometimes when they get in fetishized right they're like yeah woo! like they they don't they don't look beyond like how bad it is like they don't see how a next person is viewing them as like a thing like they're mm-hmm. not seeing them as a oh like this is john i'm a full person i i grew up here and this is me like they just view you all in one blanket thing like you're hot because you're Asian or you're mm. hot because you're black or you're hot because of whatever, right? I think the funniest just thing like, for me would be like the juxtaposition of the content. Like one video will be like, like stop fetishizing me. And the next video is like, call me oppa. And like, they're not even Korean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, pick a side. I think at the moment, because the West, the West are slow. The West is slow. And I'm saying like the majority, like, what am I talking about? Basically, the West are now saying, oh my gosh, actually, East Asian men. Mm, mm, I like this. This is a vibe. This is this is a thing. And because back in the day, not even that long ago, you know, East Asian men weren't seen as masculine enough or they weren't sexy or, mm-hmm. you know, too feminine or whatever the case may be. I think at the moment they're just riding the wave like, yeah, they view us as men. But I think there's going to be a point, maybe it's coming. And I feel like it's just a small percentage that will never see it and don't see it. But they're going to realise, again, they don't see you as John. They see you as mm, Asian man meat. So, mm, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's that um oh oh like my other favorite piece of content to see is like where they'll use k-pop to like get k-pop fans so that Mm. they'll might like put a bts song on like their tiktok video and be like um i'm rm biased and like they literally know nothing about k-pop and yeah do what you gotta do like i understand you have bills but um yeah oh that reminds me of 
Another thing that makes me cringe is what I've seen recently. I will see a lot of interracial couples and mainly... Yes, be, can we not talk about interracial? I'm sorry, I have to. It'd be mainly... <laughs> it'd be mainly like uh, like a black woman, Asian man. Yes. Right? And like the actual content's fine. Like nothing's wrong with their content. They're just living their life. Like, God. oh, today we went to the theme park or whatever. But the comments, there's mm-hmm. some first year people in there. I remember I saw a comment of uh, this girl. She's like, where did you find him? Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, I want to date a Korean. And I'm like, huh? Does he have a brother? And like, I know there's people in the comments that joke, like, oh my gosh, does he have a brother or does he have a sister or whatever? Like, I, I get that, but no, this, 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 there's people in there that are serious. They, they're willing to move mountains just so they can say, yeah, I want to date an, an East Asian man. Mm. No, it's, 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 it's given weird. That's all we have time for today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Today's episode has made my skin crawl. Um, no. Um, yeah, it happens. Um, I understand, like, if your community is finally getting, like, exposure, but I still think it's wrong to kind of exploit people, mm. I guess. Um, so, Yes, morals. Um, Then moving on, we have a question for today. This person said, could you tell us more about the Inkigayo sandwich thing? Because I'm a newbie and creepy idols. Love the show. Okay, I got you. I got you, boo. (laughs) She's ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. So this this happened back in 2018, okay? Wait, what are we targeting first? Sandwiches or The the Inkigayo sandwiches and then I'll get into the creeps. Mm-hmm. I got you. Okay, so back in 2018, Sungri, it's always Sungri, ex Big Bang member, if you know, you know, was on a variety I hope show. I don't know. <laughs> uh, was on a variety show. And basically, on the show, it followed the singer and actor, um, Krang Hee, because I think he just like came back from military, right? And. He went back to the Inkigayo cafeteria for the first time in years, right? So you know like how they do the variety shows where we'll show the clip of like the actual action. So we'll show like Cranky like in the cafeteria and then there'll be like a panel like kind of reacting to what they're seeing. Are you following? Mm-hmm. What I mean. So like yeah. Sungri was like on that panel, right? So whilst watching, Sungri must have said something along the lines of, oh yeah, that's like that's an amazing place, it's an incredible place, because no one was allowed to basically eat in their dressing rooms or waiting rooms at Inkigayo, so all the performers would have to come to the cafeteria on the fourth floor, and that's where a lot of things would happen between artists, and I was like, hmm, explain more, Sungri, and he was like, one method that they would do is... There was like these Inkigayo sandwiches and even before that, artists would rave about, oh my gosh, they're, they're the best sandwiches ever. Like, mm, mm-hmm. so tasty, so delicious. So basically, because <laughs> the sandwiches were wrapped in cling film, you would unwrap one side and just say, and just say I'm a I'm a member of a group and Shay's a member of the group and I like what I see. But of course, we're not allowed to talk like that. So what I would do was I would put my number in the sandwich and wrap it mm-hmm. and then basically be like mm, Shay you look hungry do you want a sandwich you know being polite here's your sandwich she's like oh come send me down she'll take the sandwich she now has my number that was going on that's that's the whole Inkigayo 
sandwich situation and a lot of fans will then joke about like oh so this is why idols will say mm-hmm. mm, your sandwiches are delicious it's not the sandwich but apparently the sandwich is actually quite nice but it's like the most <laughs> random it's like a layer of like egg mm. and like egg and stuff jam some have like um imitation crab and like oh yeah 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 yes but i've heard they're nice but yeah that's 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 the story behind that, basically. Just you listing off those ingredients, I'm not going to lie, it's telling my stomach that does not sound good Well, it doesn't sound right. At all. To be honest, I don't even eat egg and I can't eat seafood, so maybe that's why. But I just can't picture why you would have egg and jam or jelly or whatever mm. in one sandwich. It's, but go off, maybe it's delicious. Delic- my... my, my um, my taste buds, my palate is not. I don't have a sophisticated palate. I really don't. Like I'm a, <laughs> I'm a picky of a eater. <laughs> I'm basic, basic. I'm like so annoying to go out to eat with. Like I try not to be that person. I'm not the person that always orders chicken tenders either. So let's not, yeah. let's not. But I just know what I like, and I know what I don't. Yeah, exactly. So, plus, I have allergies, so. Yeah, but I have yeah, the right. Like, knowing me, unless I was in the loop and someone tried to give me that sandwich, I wouldn't take it. I really, I, I wouldn't take it. <laughs> Just, I, I love, I'm a jam babe. I love a good jam sandwich. But why is there egg? Like I just That's what I'm saying. No. <laughs> no. I, don't, I don't get the combination of the sandwich. That's what I don't understand. And I think as well, I feel like that wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a black people thing. I don't know. I feel like it is. I'm saying mm-hmm. it is because I'm black. But <laughs> I think sometimes uh, maybe it's different. I, okay, I'm all over the place. But usually, I personally, and I was kind of raised this way. Mm-hmm. I can't eat people's food if I don't know you like that. Yeah. Um, oh, is it like not like proper box sandwiches? It's wrapped in cling film. So my film, is like a plasticky. Someone could kind have of spiked spas- that. that no, that's I'm what I'm paranoid. saying. That, I'm sorry. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why it can be unwrapped. You sneak the number in, and then it's rewrapped. Do you get what I mean? So it looks. Yeah. So for uh, me, if I was, oh my god, a male idol put their hand in this. Oh no. What? The more information you're giving me, the worse it's getting. Someone put their <laughs> hand in the sandwich. <laughs> yes, yeah, so basically someone. Yes, yeah, so someone's unwrapped it, lift the bread, put paper in the sandwich, close the sandwich, rewrap the sandwich, and just giving it to you. So for me, like, for okay, I know like a cafeteria is different, right? Because I know like there's protocols they probably have to follow, whatever. For me, I would have to pick up the sandwich myself and eat it. If someone's like, oh, here's a sandwich and they're not like part of my team or group, yeah i'll take it and i'll be polite oh thank you yeah I'll put it in my bag and i probably would have either given it to someone else oh yeah i probably would have given it to, i don't like throwing away food i probably would have just given it to someone else or whatever so that number someone would probably have eaten that paper or that paper would end up in the bin or you know? mm. <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't work for me mm. <laughs> no. but yeah. so we won't be eating egg and jelly and crab sandwiches. <laughs> In Clinville. No, just so many things are wrong here. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. 
Um, yeah, and I, I bet and this, the like, bo- got companies worried and stuff. Don't worry about <laughs> us. We're okay. <laughs> Oh. Can you imagine that you, or imagine just really hungry, you, you're not even putting two and two together, right? And you just devour the, the sandwich. Paper. And you're like, oh, what's this? He's like, why is there paper in it? And I'm actually like, because remember, all I, not every idols are nice. There's like some idols that are like assholes. Can you imagine like, we need to get the, the cafeteria lady or man fired. There's, why is there paper in my sandwich? Oh God. Because they haven't even clocked on. That's not. Oh my god! Unless and like if this was signals. a thing, like some management really cracked down, does that mean like that you would get given a sandwich, your management would also have to touch the sandwich and check it, then you can eat? Mm. That no. might have become a thing after some some we said it, you know, because I'm like, mm. if this is happening, we need Ew. to check. No, let's move on. This is gross. <laughs> and wash your hands, kids. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And about the creepy idol thing, what, what I wanted to speak about before, this kind of related to the other popular, unpopular opinion about the pervs or what, whatever it was, I can't remember what it was. I remember back in 2016, Sister was was given advice to an upcoming idol at the time. I can't remember who, who they were given advice to. They was like, oh, what should, you know, as someone coming up through this space, what would you advise them? They was like, be careful of men. <laughs> They said, yes, be careful of men. That, yeah. They were like, when you're a rookie, male seniors don't leave you alone. Not all seniors are nice people, right? Mm. And I'm just like, and then that leads to, there was, oh, what's her name? So on Produce One on One, I think her name was like Gia. I could be wrong. Um, she, was a, she is a member of Brown Eyed Girls. She was like a, a judge on Produce one oh one. And she was saying when she was judging on that show, she would get contacted by male celebs asking mm-hmm. about producer one oh one contestants, saying, Oh, oh what's their personality like? Do they like grown men? Ew gross. Oh. That's what I'm saying. This just so I wanted to get into the whole creepy idol thing. It kind of mm. ties into what the unpopular opinion was as well. So disgusting. Sometimes, I know it's not all men, but sometimes men will be menning out here. So no matter what the title is. But I think, yeah, I think it's like, don't go through life assuming the worst in everyone, but also don't Mm. be, for lack of a better word, a delulu. Mm. And just think, no, my gosh, he's an idol. Like, he must be perfect. There are some unusual things idols have done with fans that aren't okay and people in the industry too. So, Mm. Yes, don't don't do that. Be safe, kids, and wash your hands. Yes, but um, that's <laughs> the end of that. If you guys have any unpopular opinions, dilemmas, stories, questions, or requests that you want to send in, you can submit them anonymously on Shanice's website, which is kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you at you, or you can send them to us on socials. Um, and now it's time for On The Radar, where me and Shanice will let you know if there's anything on our radar, anything that we're listening to, watching, or anything we want to put you guys onto. So Shanice, what's on your radar? On my radar... I came across this Korean drill song. <laughs> oh, is it the guy with the buzz cut and the shape up? Yeah, the one that he says he's, he raps in a British accent. Yeah. Like a, a roadman accent. Mm. It's quite it's quite entertaining, I'm not going to lie. Very. He, he, know, he knows what he's doing. It sounds good. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going to front. I, I oh, What's his name? I think his name is like NSW Yoon. And what I saw was i think it's called a tech fleece freestyle so hood so rude 
So that piqued my interest this week. <laughs> Lovely. Um, I'm watching that dating show, like the Korean ultimatum yes. situation. Change um, days. Change days. Yes, that's right. Um, so I'm watching that. I feel like I'm watching more stuff. Yeah, still watching the dramas that I've been watching from before. But I feel like I need some more dramas in the interim because I don't have many at the moment and I want to get back into watching more. V and like his, is it, are they like called Wuga or something? That whole friendship group that he has of like other actors and stuff. And I think there's other singers in that friendship group. They're going to be having like their own episode of, I, I think it's in the soup or one of their shows, but basically it's going to focus oh. on V and like that friendship group. So that'll be cute. Oh, cute. Hmm. That's nice. Friends. <laughs> Well, have they started filming or is it just... I think it, it might already be filmed because I believe it's coming out in July, Ooh. if I'm not mistaken. So I think they would have filmed it, hopefully, by now, I guess. Well, just be on the lookout, I guess, guys. Mm. Sounds interesting. But, yeah, so that's the end of that one. Thank you for listening to How You At You. And remember that if you guys have any unpopular opinions, dilemmas, requests or suggestions for the pod, you can leave them anonymously on Shanice's website or you can send them to us on socials. Yes, don't forget to rate the show on Spotify and Apple. I've been Shanice from K-Pop Box. I'm on Twitter sometimes, so you can follow me there. I comment on TikTok. I'm not posting yet, but it's coming. YouTube is pending we here we out here k-pop box or just look on kpopbox.co.uk there we go <laughs> and i've been shay from the k-way you can follow me on socials at the k-way um i do have permanent residence on tiktok so i'm probably there oh yeah she, she's she's usually there yeah yeah so. yeah that's that <laughs> i see her there more than i see her in real life and that's not even online <laughs> that's that's pretty accurate <laughs> It's, it's not even a lie until next time we will holla at you bye bye